Pat Dillon, Chief Financial Officer at Too Simple. Thanks for being here this afternoon, Pat. Uh, just firstly, how come IPO instead of a SPAC or a direct listing, especially in the auto space and new vehicle tech, there's been so many SPACs. So why the traditional route? Yeah, I mean, I think um, as we thought about the, the logical way to go public for us, we examined all the different options. Uh, we're a company that really values transparency. And for us, we thought the, the IPO process was going to allow us to go through a full SEC document, go through the vetting with the equity research analysts, the lawyers, et cetera. Uh, and it was a great way for us to get everything out on the table. And uh, we're, while it's a long process, we were really gratified with the result. And, the group of long-term investors that have supported us. I think that's a pretty interesting uh, approach. Uh, uh, you know, I will kind of add my own editorial here to not put words in your mouth, but there's been a lot of SPACs and there's been a lot of companies without a lot of clarity and transparency as to the status of where they are in their progress. So let's start there. Where are you guys at? Can you make the trucks? Do you have a blueprint? Do you have customers? Walk us through the, the status right now of these self-driven giants. Yeah, so great question. We've um, so far invested about $300 million. We have a fleet of approximately 70 trucks, which are retrofitted solutions today. And they're running autonomously with the safety driver behind the wheel. And that helps us develop both our technology as well as our commercialization plan. Starting in 2024, we're going to start building production trucks with our partner Navistar. And that's going to be really the inflection point for our business. So when I say a production truck, I mean a truck that is fully purpose-built, uh, it has the necessary redundancies uh, as well as um, resilient enough for all commercial vehicle applications. And that's when we're really going to see it go into service with full driver out at, at mass scale. Mm. What's that relationship with Navistar going to be like? A lot of investors know the stock, a lot of people know the business. Will they own the uh, truck once it's completed? Is it part of a, uh, a partnership uh, for revenues generated? What's that going to look like? Yeah, it's a very holistic partnership. They're an investor in us. Uh, but essentially, we're going to be co-developing a truck. Uh, we'll, we'll both put in our own technology. Uh, and then Navistar will be responsible for producing the truck, which is something that they're, you know, one of the world's leading uh, semi-truck OEMs. So we feel great about that partnership. Our customers could be some of the largest trucking fleets or as well as private fleets within shippers. Uh, they'll buy the truck from Navistar. Uh, and then they'll work with us to install mapped routes that allow the trucks to operate without a driver. Uh, and then our revenue mechanism is essentially a, a per mile fee uh, to enable that autonomous operation. So we're, we couldn't be more thrilled to, to be working with Navistar. So the trucks on the road where we're gonna be able to drive by and go, hey, there's a too simple truck on the move. Nobody's in it. Or, well, you might have somebody in it at first, but the bottom line is when do we see the trucks? Have you committed to a specific date? Yeah, so you'll see our retrofitted trucks today um, all along I-10. We run from Arizona into Texas, and we've got a fleet of 50. So you may see them on the road there. Mm. But starting in 2024 is when you'll see wide-scale adoption of our technology with this purpose-built truck, and there will not be a driver behind the wheel. Okay. How much of the expected revenue will be from that Navistar deal? 
Well, uh, in the U.S., Navistar is going to be our partner, and they're going to be the, the producer of the truck. So that's really what enables our revenue in the United States. Okay. In Europe, we have a partnership with Trayton Group, who's the commercial vehicle arm of Volkswagen, uh, and looking to do a, a similar partnership uh, in Europe as well. So now you will be essentially uh, kind of renting, is the proper word renting? Because you mentioned you're going to derive revenue from an agreement based on how long the trucks are used by each, uh, each business, uh, or are you just going to sell this to uh, one of these uh, larger operations and then they'll sell to whatever client uh, that they have a relationship with? Yeah, think about a large trucking company like Werner, who's one of our investors. Uh, they can take a, a one of our two simple trucks starting in 2024 and operate it without a driver. That allows them to operate 20 hours per day, safer operation. We actually have proven that our driver consumes 10% less fuel, which is fantastic for emissions. Uh, and then it has a significant cost and efficiency benefit as well. Um, so what they'll do is they'll pay us for our virtual driver service mm -hmm. on a per mile fee. And you would compare that to what they pay a driver today. So substantial savings for, for the, the carriers, uh, a nice OEM sale for Navistar, and we get a, a stream of recurring revenues on a network-based business model. Uh, so we're really excited about it and, and thrilled, mm. uh, thrilled as the, the progress we've made so far. Now, when you said uh, 2024, the widespread adoption, what does that look like in terms of either uh, contracts that are already in place or commitments? How firm are the orders and how many are there for the vehicles? Yeah, we have, it's a great question. We have 5,700 reservations for trucks right now. Uh, they're cancelable, but I would say okay. ours is um, one that we feel very good about. It's only about a dozen customers. They're all some of the most blue chip carriers and shippers that all have large fleets of trucks today. Uh, and it's all gone through a full procurement process with each one of these customers. So this is very serious customers who are contemplating incorporating L4 autonomous technology into their fleets. Uh, and and that's very uh, and that's very deliberate from us to, mm. to be very systematic about the customers that can actually incorporate this type of technology. And Pat, uh, those 5,700 reservations have they included deposits? Is there uh, currently cash attached with that, or any revenue from it? Yeah, so there is a there is a small deposit that's attached to it. Um, it's not significant to us from a financial perspective. It goes into escrow. We have waived it for some of the uh, reservation holders that are investors uh, in the company, uh, but it is a, a great sign in terms of the financial commitment and and the seriousness of the intent around those reservation customers. According to uh, Bloomberg, uh, Too Simple lost $300 million over the past three years in terms of bottom line. Obviously, this is about growth, getting the trucks ordered and out on the road. But uh, in terms of making that and getting positive, what's the timeline for that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to make any forward-looking projections on that, but I would say we've been um, one of the most capital efficient in terms of where we've been able to get to the only autonomous trucking company that's been able to demonstrate both surface street and highway operations up fully autonomously and doing it with a fraction of the budget of some of our competitors. So 
Uh, we think of that $300 million as investment, and now that we've got um, more growth capital on the balance sheet, we're really excited to, to bring it to fruition. Okay, and then the tech and the uh, driverless portion of it as terms of regulators and the time at which these trucks can run on their own, uh, is there a certain um, uh, test that you need to, to finish? Is this, uh, you know, uh, talking hundreds of hours and are the regulatory permissions there? Yeah, it's a, it's a you know, it's actually a, a very constructive regulatory environment in the United States and it's, uh, it's, it's both at the federal level, at the state level, and at the local level, and we engage with all of the appropriate regulators as well as um, law enforcement bodies for this. So the punchline is that actually in roughly half the states in the country, we're able to run fully autonomously today if we thought our technology was ready to take the driver out. Uh, and so um, we actually have a very constructive relationship with the regulators and we see most uh, states as well as the federal government moving in a very positive direction on AV technology. Okay, uh, Pat, thanks for all the, uh, the answers here. Appreciate the deep dive into the business. Awesome, thanks a lot for having me. Thanks a lot, sounds exciting. Pat Dillon, Chief Financial Officer at Too Simple TSP.